Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm going to try to remember when I played Deathloop. The music is excellent for this. It is very good. It's probably one of the highlights. It's really good. Yeah, the game was good. Uh, it wasn't a 10 out of 10. No, I don't understand why But it everybody... also wasn't a 0 out of 10. No, no, that's a note I added into the... Uh... Thank you for clicking through here, uh, dog. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we have... We finished this game like two weeks ago. I, I'm so tired. It's not I know my volume. So... <laughs> my voice is not going up any higher. I'm sorry. <laughs> Plus, I'm talking quietly because our son is sleeping, and I just want him to stay asleep. And this is why we were so delayed on this podcast. Yes. He has been 24-hour-a-day maintenance lately. Well, the last couple nights, he's been getting up two to three times. We had a week stretch where he was only getting up once. He was doing like seven hours and then four to five. But then we had grandparents here. Bunny's upstairs now. The whole family, other than our son, is up right now. Excellent. So it's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We had in-laws in town. I had in-laws in town. You had parents in town. And it's it's been a lot. Yeah. We are we are so ready for quiet. But then I go back to work next week. So it's going to be just. Yeah. That'll be a new adjustment. And we've started playing like four different video games. We have. We're going to do a Halloween special again, everybody. So we have a game we're playing for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe two, depending on how quickly we beat this one. And we're playing Eastward as well, uh-huh. and it's mixed emotions, but it's okay. It's going yes. well. I I have a good description for it, but I will save that for the podcast. <laughs> All right, I will read a synopsis <laughs> of Death Loop. Uh, it's relatively long, but this comes from Bethesda's website itself. Death Loop transports you to the mysterious island of Black Reef, where an internal struggle between two extraordinary assassins will determine the island's future. As cults, you must find a way to put an end to the time loop trapping the island in an endless cycle, all while being hunted by the island's inhabitants. Using your powerful weapons and abilities, you need to take out eight key targets across the stunning yet chaotic island before the day resets in order to break the loop once and for all. But lurking in the shadows is a rival assassin, Juliana, whose sole mission is to take Colt out and keep the loop going. Learn from each cycle, try new paths and approaches, and break the loop. Our dog literally just keeps doing circles in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to hear all... This is not going to be our uh, golden episode. going to be our best. No, all I think of when I hear is clickety-clacks is uh, Futurama bender. I got wheels with clickety-clacks. <laughs> so, yep. Welcome to my brain and our life. Yep. Well, Deathloop was released September 14th, 2021 uh, for PC and PS5. Mm-hmm. All right. Give them some reviews. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, Metacritic, 88 from critics, 6.3 from users. Okay. That's it went up better higher. than what it was. And yes. actually, that was when I, uh, when you sent this to me like three weeks ago. So, uh, Metacritic, we're just going to do some quick Googling and see if it's changed at all. Uh, 88 and 6.4. So it's gone up 0.1. We'll cover this in a minute. We'll cover it why it's it shouldn't even be that low of a game. I don't know. Um, so GameSpot positive. This is what we're going to go for. 
The repetition-based design of Deathloop eases you into creating a flow state that you can enter into and exit from at will. With the character development systems, it gamifies trial and error so effectively that failures almost always still feel like small triumphs. This might sound typical given the prominence of recent roguelite games such as Hades, but Deathloop's gameplay feels entirely of its own brand, and that is because it's built on the foundation of Arcane's domino effect design. Okay. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Did you actually find negative things for this? I did. Okay. It's from Metro Game Central. Oh. I've never heard of them. Well, Metro Game Central, here's Welcome. our shout out. Welcome to our show. You're going to be super famous now. Yeah, you're on top of the charts <laughs> coming from our podcast. Uh, so their negative is, although it becomes obvious that there's a lot less depth to the game than initially implied, with little in the way of real puzzles and most of your time out of combat spent reading notes and listening to audio logs, with the game explaining every step needed in such detail that you never really have to work anything out for yourself. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay, so if anyone has ever played any of the Arcane Studio games, their their most famous one, in my opinion, is Dishonored in Dishonored 2. Well, they have a few other ones. Uh, they do the Prey series. Uh, Dishonored kind of set this loop of gameplay where you're stealthily going through areas, teleporting, avoiding enemies, and they give you multiple ways to complete areas. So you don't have to, um, other than the eight people you're supposed to kill in this one, uh, you don't have to kill anyone else if you're good enough to sneak around and be stealthy enough for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not that talented, <laughs> but it is an option in the game if you're good enough at doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. That being said, uh, it's a day. It's a it's a loop. It's a, any yeah, it's a morning, noon, afternoon, night. Yep. And once you finish that loop, you start back at the beginning. Uh, in the beginning, you lose all the items you've acquired. And over time, you get the ability to store items that you uh, gain. You get this currency called Residium. And residuum. Ba- residuum, Residium, whatever. And then what happens is you buy it enough, and when you find an item that you like, you can store it and keep it, along with these things called Nexus Slabs, which are your superpowers, quote-unquote. Like one of them lets you be um, chameleon mode, you go invisible. Uh, you can become a train, like a wrecking ball, and just become immune to damage. And you can do all sorts of stuff. One of them lets you blink or teleport. That one you used a lot. I used that one, and I used the chain kill one, where basically it's like tying their fates together. So if one person dies, the other person dies the same way. That one was freaking sweet. So I used that one very frequently. I think my most, I got like eight or nine people in one yeah, hit that was... with it. It's pretty wild if you get a good shot in with it. Uh, there is one called Kinesis where you can launch them or push them. So I would throw people off cliffs with it. I did see you use that one as well. Yes. There may have been one more and I'm just forgetting it now. But you... I didn't really use... Uh, there. No, those were it, I think. I don't know. I use Blink the most and I use... Blink was... It's kind of like I feel like you have to use Blink. Yeah. You played this game a lot without me, which I was surprised by. You didn't miss much. I know. You really didn't miss a whole lot. The music was good where I played. Where you heard, you heard all the good music. Mm-hmm. I made sure you watched the final kill of everybody in there to get the general idea of the story. 
Uh, and then there's multiple endings, depending on which way you want to go. I'm not going to spoil any of the endings because it's still, it's a new game. It is a new game. So people can play through and figure out the story themselves if they want to. <laughs> it is worth playing. Uh, the voice acting is incredible. The voice acting is amazing. That is a note that I have at the, I think it's at the end of here. Yep, voice acting is phenomenal. Musical cues are super fun. Well, let me just, okay, <laughs> so let me, uh, we'll get through this really here. Um, when you get through the, so basically the whole idea is for you to break this uh, never-ending loop as Colt while being hunted as Juliana. The alternate is there is a multiplayer option where you can play as Juliana and hop in other people's games and eliminate their character. Yes, eliminate their Colt. Yep, and so, and you get prizes and can level up your Juliana and get, costumes and other fun stuff that if you do it that way you played it once and the person logged off because i killed him two out of the three deaths that he had yes and then you said that was fun i don't need to do it again people are just gonna log off like you did with uh was it demon souls or dark souls demon or... souls where I, if i died i'd reset just so yep. i didn't lose my stuff that's exactly what he did yep he reset his day so he wouldn't lose everything yep Got a good kill on them. It would be fun to do that with uh, friends. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like Nightfire for the GameCube. My brothers and the neighbors played that a lot. Yeah, it would be fun to be able to sneak up and play like when you're playing with your friends and they yes. know you're going to jump in their game and that's the whole point. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. But I did it once online. I had a good time. Uh, Story-wise, it takes place in the 60s or 70s. It felt like more like the 70s. Late 60s, early 70s kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, early 70s. Uh, and you again, you play as this guy named Colt, and you forget everything of who you are, and you wake up to being killed by uh, Juliana, Juliana, and then you wake up on a beach. But this is the first time you remember it again. And she says you've, long story short, you've been doing this for a long time. And she tells you that you remember, you, you sometimes you remember, sometimes you forget, and she just gets pissed off when you forget everything, and that makes her kill you even more. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of learn the systems that way and you go through it. And then once you kind of do the set of sequences, it kind of opens up and lets you figure out the story. Kind of lets you figure out the story yourself. It, it, it kind of tells you a story and it tells you where to be and at what time. Rather than learning from cues in the game and doing stuff, there's some of it I appreciate and some of it that annoyed the heck out of me. You and I had a conversation halfway through you playing this game, probably two-thirds of the way uh, through you playing this game where both of us kind of were of the mindset that this would be a game where you needed to have a pen and paper out and you needed to be taking notes to remember these things. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, that's what we were both hoping for. Kind of like or, an old school like spy. Or I was hoping that the game would take notes in a journal for you but not tell you... Exactly like, what to do. And this just lays it out there yeah it just and it gives you like it pinpoints the locations on the map where you need to be and where things are even when you go to the next segment of the day if for whatever is it whatever like one you're pinned on it'll tell you like it'll like black out the two ones that you don't need to go to yeah you don't need to be in which those. is kind of annoying yeah it doesn't let you dead end yourself it doesn't let you it really, there's, other than some mysterious couple puzzles, it doesn't really let you think for yourself. It kind of holds your hand the whole way. It does. And I was kind of hoping for more of a, the, okay, but let me, before I even get into that, I did appreciate that it would store the number codes that you learn 
So yes. you don't have to re-remember the number codes that you type in. Especially because there's so many of them throughout the different areas. Yeah, so once you learn a number code for something, it's automatic. You don't have to do anything special. Yeah, like your your tunnels to escape into, it remembers that for you. Yeah, or if you learn a passcode to a door, the day repeats itself. So it's the same passcode the next day. Your character remembers that passcode. That is something I, that would be okay or even having an in-game journal, which there kind of was one, but it was a little confusing. But the in-game journal would rather... That, that having lead you without pinpointing everything. Or maybe give players the option to not be directed exactly. Yeah, that, that would, would be interesting. For me, I would have enjoyed that more. If it didn't point you where you needed to go. And maybe there was that mode and I didn't know it. I don't... Because everybody's complaints have been the same. That it's too... Well, there's a lot of complaints out there, but many of them have been that it's too hand-holdy. Like, yeah. it doesn't give you, like, any creative... Like, there's this one set way to do this thing. Yeah, they don't... There's not multiple ways in the end to kill all eight of them. It's a direct pathway that you have to learn. And that's the only way you can kill all eight. That's a little disappointing, too. It would have been fun if there was there have been like maybe f four or five different ways to kill all eight of them in the end. That would have been cool. Yes, at least two or three different ways would be cool. Like it doesn't need to be over the top, but just having the one set way, everybody's playing the same exact game. And for something like this, that's so like figure it out, figure out how to kill eight different people. There should be more than one strict way. It yeah. sh everybody shouldn't be playing the same game. I, if that makes sense. No, I a thousand percent agree with that. Okay. So you had some comments about the uh, reviews, right? I just had two comments that I added at the bottom of your next section. Well, I kind of, we kind of dived into that. We really kind of <laughs> went through and did our, our venting here. Um, We've been very tough on this game, even though we said, yeah, you should play it. <laughs> so listen, the game is still very good. It was an enjoyable play. You'll still get a good 15, 20, 25 hours of gameplay. It you felt can get, shorter you can, than I thought it was going to. You can get 30 to. to 40 if you really want to dig into all the little hidden gems in the game. I, I didn't care that much, and I'm not much of an achievement hunter for most games. There's some of them I lock onto. Platinum bug snacks. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Uh -huh. There you go. So once, like, there's certain games you lock onto and you want to do that for. Yeah. This wasn't one of them for me. No, about a third of the way through, we were both enjoying it but it was still disappointing we had such high hopes from all of the trailers and all of the previews that it just it looked so cool and so different and looking at the user reviews if people didn't like it they gave it a zero so it's kind of some review bombing they said there was some glitches and stuff like that but even or maybe they, i don't know why but the, the zeros were felt not again i can't tell people what their opinion should be but in my opinion, like the things that they're complaining about aren't zeros. It's not a that's not worthy of a zero sometimes. Like you no know it's worthy of a zero was Cyberpunk. That game was barely functional. Yes, that me. one definitely is. Like I gave it like a two or a four, and it it's it that one deserves zeros. I don't know. What are some of the things that people... So I'm, I'm going through just the user ones. This person says, gameplay feels outdated, graphics are outdated, sound design is outdated, and outdated game. They gave it a zero. That does Even if it feels that way, that's not a zero. Somebody gave it a zero. Dishonored with a new skin, outdated graphics, outdated gameplay. Okay. That's still not a zero, in my opinion. Maybe for them that is, but that's, that's worthy of like, maybe if it feels old and outdated, maybe it's a four. If it's still playable and functional, it's above a zero. 
to me. The AI was also not great. The AI wasn't great. Now, it wasn't a 10 out of 10. No. Like, a lot of places gave this game a 10 out of 10, and I was like, really? That's your 10? That's that's your mark? For me, uh, I mean, I'm just going to jump into my score. I gave it like a, I mean, I guess a 6.5 is fair, but I think it's like a 7. I would give it a 7 as I'd well. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Now, the gameplay was solid. The AI was dumb. Mm-hmm. The handholdy was the worst part about it for me. I didn't really have any glitches. No. Uh, the voice acting was par none the best part uh, next to the music. <laughs> okay, I got a two. I feel like I'm not even playing the same game as those who gave it rave reviews. This is bad. It obviously borrows a lot from Bioshock, but its controls, the looks, and menus feel like it's from 2007. Its stealth mechanics are too janky to be a stealth game. Its shooting feels like you're in mud, so it's a bad shooter. I, you did pretty good with headshots in this game. I got really good with them you after did. a while. With that, was that the nail gun? There was a nail gun initially, then I had a pistol, and okay. I had a sniper rifle at one point. Uh, this person that gave it the two says, the only huge positive I'll give this game is the voice acting. Colt and Juliana are absolutely fantastic, and this game is actually really, really funny. The co- the comedy... The quips are hilarious. Their commentary, their, their back and forth is some of the best you're going to have in the industry. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I am blown away by these two. Yes. Yeah. Give really them all good. the jobs. Yeah, all the... They can, you know, they with the Troy Bakers. Troy and Baker. No, I was thinking... And Northern North. I was thinking uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and then I went, wait, that's South Park. Yeah, well, they're good voice actors, too. They just do the same characters. But, uh, yeah, uh, Troy Baker and Nolan North, these guys, Juliana, who played Juliana and who played Colt, we should look them up we while should, we're... We should look them up. Well, I'm, I'm going to pause this so you guys don't have to listen to me Google it. It would help if I could push the correct buttons for this. So go. Jason Kelly is Colt, and then Ozioma Akaga is Juliana. I apologize for butchering that name. I'm very bad. But uh, they were fantastic. They were f- amazing. It's so good. And I personally liked the musical cool cues because it kind of made it feel like a 70s spy thriller. They, you get like the the like tss, yeah, they, and the drums and like the bass beats. Bam, bam, yeah, yeah, like if uh, somebody noticed you. Yeah. It was just very creative they that had way a lot of really good positive things in this game and it was honestly the worst part was the hand holding they made it look like this big murder mystery and you didn't get to enjoy your murder mystery she's the voice of shuri on marvel's what if you didn't watch any of those episodes with me it's like a baby shuri she's like nine years old well she did a great job she did give her all the jobs all the jobs <laughs> <laughs> oh she's uh half-life alex well, she's Alex. Yeah, she's Alex. Did it, only in Half-Life Alex, or is she Alex in all of them? No. Uh, okay. Just that one. Oh, I didn't, because the other Alex was, that game was pretty old. And she doesn't seem that old. But she's been doing stuff for a while. Let's see, what's her date of birth? Um, why can't, I can't read IMDB on my computer. Don't whatever. worry about it. Just <laughs> forget about it. It's not even a big of a deal. Uh, overall, guys. It's worth the play if you have a PS5. It's just another thing to add to your collection. It gives you a good enough time. And it's a 50 or $60 game, so you're not spending the $70 price tag. No, I think you got it on sale for like 52 Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Black Friday deal. I think the issue with this game was the overhype for it. 
Yeah, I guess well, the 10 out of 10s didn't help no. either. But again, the polar opposite was uncalled for, in my opinion, too. Agreed. Uh, again, this is one man's opinion, but a zero is an unplayable game. That's what a zero is to me. This, this, it is we com- never went back to Cyberpunk. You're just waiting for the PS5 version at this point. Yeah, whenever that comes out, I will download it. Our child it. will be seven years old when that comes out. And it'll be the PS6. It'll be the PS6. They just skipped the PS5 completely. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that being said, a zero is an unplayable game. A 10 out of 10 is a masterpiece for its generation. Ocarina of Time was a masterpiece for its generation. Breath of the Wild was a a masterpiece for the Switch generation that it was on. Mm -hmm. There's some really, really good games out there that are masterpieces for that genre and generation. They just don't... uh, Sometimes they're... uh, that's not what they are to me. Some of, They just don't feel that way to me. I think the original Last of Us deserved a 10 out of 10 if it wasn't one. Yeah. Um, okay. Every modern IGN 10 out of 10. We're going on a completely... Well, The Last of Us Part 2, which we did not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Persona 5 Royal, Half-Life Alex, Red Dead Redemption 2. I understand 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. Even the God, oh, God of War 2018 was mind-bogglingly War. good. Celeste. So, you would like Celeste, I think. Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. Undertale. Breath of the Wild, Inside, The Witness, Metal Gear Solid Five, Phantom Pain. Great. I like that one. I still wouldn't give that a perfect 10, but it was a good game. Grand Theft Auto Five is just too big. It, it is. How many more releases do we need mm-hmm. to get of that? Uh, Last of Us Remastered. Yep, so that Skyward is Skyward Sword? Wow. Uncharted 3? Any of the Uncharted games. Drake's Even Drake's Fortune would be a 10 for me. The, or the Super Mario Uncharted Galaxy 2? Wow. Yeah, so okay. some of them we agree, some of you don't. But I think, like, for me, a 10 out of 10 is... Like, you could go back and spend 200 hours in it. Who are we telling that we've played over 200 hours? Oh, that was your buddy at the wedding. For yeah, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Flip. Wild. And then, uh, for us, it's that Stardew Valley. Oh, Stardew Valley. I have a lot of time in Animal Crossing, but that's also because um, we could do nothing else. Yeah. We so, played a lot of Animal Crossing. Lots of Animal Crossing. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're at Gaming Marriage. <laughs> Or gamingmarriage at gmail.com. Sorry this episode took so long. Again, life is a little crazy right now. We don't have an anime going on yet, but uh, Demon Slayer is doing stuff, so we will be watching that sooner than later. Yes, we will probably start reviewing that one since we're in between. And I don't... When was uh, Rising of the Shield Hero? I think is March. March? Next year. We, we'll see if we can find another short, like, 12-episode series to watch. I have a couple that we're, we're watching My Hero. I don't think we're going to do that. Maybe do it by seasons, but it's so... If you want to do a retrospective on Slime Season 2... We could do that as well. Because that one has some decent... The uh, Season 1, that time I got reincarnated as a slime that we did, has some decent listens. So, Yeah. This was our Death Loop podcast. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you soon. Our we're gonna loop. go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it is seven forty two. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>